This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! It is that time in the show where people sit in their cars and they don't leave because they know Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter, will be joining us. Hello, Tom. Hi, Alex. Quite a week. It's been very busy. <laughs> you guys have so much. It's been so busy. Uh, kicked off, of course. I'll get your thoughts on the whole Bill uh, 11. No, the uh, the ad poll for um, uh, Meta, Facebook, and Instagram. And, and, you know, it's going well, apparently. Apparently, it's like world fighting World War II to the prime minister. Worth $11 million. You know, that's even, uh, it sounds like a lot, doesn't it? That's even chump change by federal standards. They spent $140 million on advertising last year. $11 million went to Facebook. And you know the bitter irony? This is so irony-rich. Seven years ago, there were weekly publishers, weekly newspaper publishers. You know, these are little county weeklies that relied on quarter-page government ads every week. That would, yep. that would pay a lot of bills. These would be legal notices, bankruptcy court, tax notices, that sort of thing. And the feds pulled all that advertising years ago. Weekly publishers, they went to parliamentary hearings, begged them, begged them to stop advertising with Facebook and spend it in Canada instead. You'll never guess what the Treasury Board said at the time. They said, well, we have to go where the action is <laughs> because we want people to see our advertising and they're not going to see it in the County Weekly. They're going to see it on Facebook. Oh, well, that is ironic. So there yesterday, the Minister of Heritage announced his big ad boycott for $11 million. We, we did the calculation. That's zero zero point zero something nothing of Facebook's global revenues last year. And a reporter asked, is the Liberal Party going to stop advertising on Facebook? Oh, 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 said Rodriguez. And then, a, and then another reporter said, are members of caucus, government caucus, going to stop posting on Facebook? Oh, it got suddenly, suddenly overwhelmingly complicated. Ridiculous, Alex. Ridiculous. It's totally right. Yeah. We've got to take a principled stance. They said, we're going to take advertising off. But are you going to take it off for the party? We're going to take a principled stance and take government off. But, yeah, it's so ridiculous. There's no principled stance here. They picked a fight, and they're going to lose. Actually, well, they will lose, lose, and I'll tell you why. Absolutely, because I think think the average Canadian has warmer feelings and finds Facebook more useful than the Minister (laughs) of Heritage. At the end of the day, if that's that's the fight they want to pick, (laughs) guess who people are going to side with exactly? Well, don't forget, the online hate bill comes up in the fall, and that's the big one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Determined. By the way, Trudeau was also asked, you know, when this interference um, 
uh, inquiries happening. And of course, it's the conservatives' fault. And I saw someone said that to me. Well, Pierre Polier was holding it up. I'm like, the government is the government. It is Justin Trudeau's job to do the job. It's not the opposition's job to call an inquiry. Like, but you see the spin game going on here, right? Well, there's a million reasons not to have an inquiry into allegations of election fraud, a felony in Canada. I can think of 50 just off the top of my head. It's humid. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find <laughs> parking. I forgot to pay the cable bill. You know, was Monday a stat or wasn't it? How am I supposed to keep track? There's no end of reasons for not getting the job done. At the end, you know what? MPs at the end had to take this over. And they didn't. Everyone knows what the dynamics were, the politics in the 44th Parliament. MPs, when the budget bill was hanging there by a thread in a filibuster, all MPs had to do, all it took was for the NDP leader to pick up a phone and say, buddy, inquiry or forget it. And he didn't. Yeah. And here we yeah, are. And he won't. Yeah. You know, the one question reporters did not ask is, hey, Mr. Trudeau, anything on that B.C. port strike you might want to deal with or Seamus O'Regan or I don't know, Omar Al-Gabra? Uh, it's crazy. Uh, That's not it's not uh, even a conversation. It's like day six now. No, it's a tight spot. Yeah, they're into, they're into day six, uh, a massive disruption. There's over a third of a million Cars, for uh-huh. instance, that go through that port. Huge exports of fertilizer, grain, and coal. So uh, Port of Vancouver is uh, just, <laughs> talk about like a linchpin, much smaller port of Montreal. Uh, labor disruption there prompted quick back-to-work legislation. Tight spot for the party, though, the Liberal Party, because, of course, the NDP have said, as a matter of principle, they will not support any back-to-work legislation. More importantly, they will not give you the necessary unanimous consent to pass it in a day, which Parliament likes to do. Very tight spot. But there's an element, for instance, of negotiation that doesn't exist in this Parliament. Alex, they're not really dealing with problems anymore. I know that people know this already. Inflation, cost of living, deficit spending election interference by communist Chinese agents. This parliament really isn't problem-solving anymore. Whatever they're doing, they're not solving problems. I don't think that's a partisan observation. I think that's a rational explanation. Well, I mean, all you had to do was turn on the old uh, Google or Twitter or anything, and, oh, they were all out there taking their pictures with their little shopping cart, and they're going shopping because at three hundred grand a year, they very much understand how you need your rebate check. It was just like, are you kidding me? Good God, I hate when politicians do that. But, you know, oh, I do think it's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's I should. It's it's ridiculous. But 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 maybe to take the cake, um, and I, Marcy, and I knew her as a reporter. I used to really respect her. Great. And now I'm like, what's happened to you as the gender equality minister? Her department spent 82 grand interviewing Canadians as young as 13 so we can get a period of opinions on menstruation. Like, really? And apparently the research concluded, Tom, breaking news, the topic doesn't come up much. Especially among It doesn't come up much amongst... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I worked in the same newsroom as Marcy Ian as well. That was years ago. I have to say... I always thought Marcy was an unaffected person. In an ego-driven business, Marcy was not the worst of the worst. Everyone liked Marcy. And I'm convinced, this is an example, that if I could have gotten Marcy on the phone before she signed off on this ridiculous contract, and I said, Marcy, you got to stop. Get out of the cult. You have to stop the spending. Because you're saddling these 13-year-olds 
with interest on bonded debt that will last their entire working lives. I think I could have talked her out of it. No one asks me. Look at the mess they're in. So they have this manufactured survey that cost an arm and a leg and concluded there is no problem with a lack of a national dialogue on mon- on monthly cycles because it's not a topic of conversation for the average Canadian. They yeah, had nor the average 13 year old. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the average 13 year old saying, oh, God, what's this? Can I still play soccer? All right. Yeah. Let's go play soccer. We're, we're, right. They don't solve problems. This is what this is. No, it. they don't. Well, you know, they, they create them, though. Uh, and they got a big one with the military. So recruitment has fallen 35%. Shocking. That's massive. Uh, shocking. shocking. So maybe Anita and Anne should spend less time on uh, gender-focused uniforms and, um, you know, maybe get some staff, um, some people for the front lines, and some maybe a couple of pieces of equipment. It's not working. They, they, the, the recruitment has been an issue for years. Minimum strength requirement, according to the uh, Canadian Armed Forces, about 60,000 in the regular forces, Army, Navy, and Air Force. Optimal is about 68,000. They're not even close to 68,000. And uh, enlistment fell by 35% last year, we see through the Department of National Defense records. They're not getting it done. And they have concluded that, well, if we could only target LGBTQ groups, last Christmas they changed regulations to accept landed immigrants. You don't have to be a Canadian citizen to join the Army, Navy, or Air Force. They have tried to target Indigenous recruits, women. It's not working. And there's always an excuse. The humidity, the labor shortage, I couldn't get parking. Jerry was supposed to pick me up. He was late. They never run out of excuses. If excuses could fly a plane or carry a gun, we would we would be at a hundred percent strength at the Canadian yeah, Armed win. Forces, Alex. We win. We just showed up. It's it's very true. Well, there's a reason Wayne Iyer is Iyer is uh, staying up at night. He can't sleep at night. It's 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 this. Boy, oh boy. All right, uh, Tom. Oh, again, again. We'll see what today brings, but I always appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. All righty. That is Tom Korski, Blacklock supporter, subscription based, and worth every cent. There you go.